Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, podcast listeners. We're taking a holiday break, but we'll be back in February with brand new Dragon Friends adventures. In the meantime, here's a very silly Christmas treat. A silence falls on the audience. <laughs> I didn't think that would work. It is Yulmus, a season for reflection and celebration. A blanket of snow covers Daggerford as its inhabitants huddle indoors by glowing hearths, singing songs and making merry. All over Faerun, elf and dwarf alike perform the various traditions of the season, preparing special foods, crafting gifts, and painting oranges with paint made from the crushed red poisonous berries of the holly bush, rendering them poisonous and decoratively inedible. <laughs> On the outskirts of Daggerford, beyond the Dragon Back Inn where Grim Saltback is stacking decorative oranges perilously close to a stack of regular eating oranges, <laughs> across a bridge that spans the frozen river where children skate above the inanimate body of a crocodile suspended in the ice, we find the dragon friends in a cosy cottage that frankly does not belong to them. Yet here they are, and though they did not pay any rent to acquire their accommodations, at least no one was murdered in the process. After all, tis the season. Filge, who has been excited beyond belief about the impending celebrations, is gleefully putting the finishing touches to what can only be described as a parody of a gingerbread house while Bobby runs around the kitchen, alternating between his duties at the hearth, ladling an apple cider reduction over a fat Yulmus goose, and smacking painted oranges out of Baston's hand each time he raises one to his lips. They look so good. <laughs> also in the cottage, sitting quietly on a stool against a wall, is a high elf, who you would be forgiven for mistaking as Friezo, except for the fact that Friezo is sitting opposite him. Eyes locked as if looking into a mirror, his face mere inches away. This is Froyo, Frizo's cousin. What? What's, what's the name of Frizo's cousin? Froyo. Froyo, who has journeyed many miles from a small temple in Glimmerwood. Froyo it's is. It's nice to be here with you. <laughs> you fucking weeb. Dave, uh, oh wait, sorry, yes. Yeah, yeah. Froyo is an unexpected guest. And although Bobby, Baston, and Filge have made him feel welcome, Frizo is suspicious, or threatened, or both. Up to this point, he assumed he had no living relatives. Okay, now just before we begin, I have nothing in front of me. I have prepared a character sheet for you, Dave. (laughs) Please do enjoy. Unfurl the napkin. (laughs) It's on real paper. We spared no what expense. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is... Look, can you these show me... Can I sheets. show you a character sheet? These are the character sheets Dave usually makes for us. They've got a nice picture. They're all nicely laid out. All our, all our stats and dice and whatnot are, are, are explained. What the fuck is this? <laughs> hey, baby, you do it your way. We'll do it our way. Yeah. Harry boys in the house. Harry boys! Harry boys. <laughs> oh, yeah, did you call us the Smooth Boys before? Yeah. Right, smooth Boy. Yeah, that is the name of our ska band. <laughs> smooth Boy. All right. Uh, so, does Fr- so Frizo, in a. Frizo thinks all his family is dead. Yeah, famously, he was raised uh, at the temple where so, he was. So, he, he didn't even know this Froyo existed. I have the ability to twink spell. <laughs> Let me see that. Is, that. is that to make someone a twink? Just or? a twink spell? <laughs> Just Where? to be clear, Where am I um, looking? Froyo is almost oh. identical to Frizo. He is the same height, the same build. He oh, is so I high... should be doing a Michael Hing impression. He... No, no, no. no, well... no, no. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. That's... Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> Damn it! Damn it! Um, Stop coming me. Anyway. Yeah, the only difference is, is that... Um... 7.30 Project, I'm available. That's all I'm saying. 
The only difference is, is that uh, while Frizo has a, a mustache and beard, Froyo uh, is a smooth boy. <laughs> but what, so I guess what I'm asking is, because Frizo was raised as an orphan, so when this person says that they are Frizo's first cousin, yeah. how would he prove that? How, like, is there any proof? To, does, you look identical! No, I, I, yeah, I, I, but I in have the world been... of magic... Talk to him, Frizo, find out. Frizo, I thought that you might say this. My parents told me... When, um, when I last saw them, that you were um, a boy touched with the spirit of... S- they just a- said a boy touched. <laughs> <laughs> a boy on the spectrum. Um, and so I have, I have had a local um, apothecary prepare these certificates of bloodline, and I passed to him a small sheath of papers. Right. And when you say your parents, what when do you I mean? S- when I, well, you see, well, you see, Frizo, your parents... Were really my parents, the only parents that I ever knew. Not my parents, my blood. It is true. Wait, but so you so they my, raised my me parents... and loved me as if I was their own. <laughs> and yet, wait, so wait. Christmas, <laughs> Christmases were a magical time. So, so my and that's why I'm so pleased at last to meet you, my only other living relative. Um, so you, you just came here to tell me that my parents gave me up so they could raise you. You fuck what? <laughs> I went, I went to the best schools of magic. I, I wanted for nothing, and yet there was a hole in my heart that is only full on this day. Come, embrace me, cuz. Frizo is skeptical, but thinks that he could probably use this fucking idiot for later. Um, <laughs> um, at that precise moment, there is a crashing sound, and you all jump out of your seats. Um, you see that Filge, in her excitement, has exhausted herself, and coupled with a sugar crash from eating too many offcuts of her gingerbread house, has uh, crashed out face first on the table and is snoring loudly. Uh, Bobby has managed to swoop in and grab the gingerbread house before she shattered it into a million pieces. Um, while everyone sort of has jumped up, uh, Bobby takes the opportunity to uh, uh, head uh, just a corner Frizo and uh, just have a quick chat. Um, hey, uh, man, I just wanted to have a, a, a little word with you. Um, Me too. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, um, you know it's Yulmus, right? I know. Yeah? Um, just wanted to give you a heads up. Um, in terms of the gift giving, the gift giving, all that sort of stuff, look, I, I have something for you. I'm going to give it to you now. It's something small. It's a, I know you're interested in baking, so here's a, a yeast starter. Uh, he, Bobby hands him a little jar of yeast starter, which is uh, the sort of the yeast that you start to use to, to make a sourdough bread. All right, um, so let's just log that when Simon hands a jar of white liquid over to Hing, Ben says nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but more importantly... Um, More importantly, uh, Filge has worked really, really hard on a present for you. And I don't want to give away what it is, um, but she's going to give it to you tomorrow and she's super excited. And I just wanted to make sure that you had a gift for her. Now, how was I supposed to prepare a gift? This is, this is me as Michael Higgins. It Hing is now. Christmas. I haven't read any of the emails leading up to this, so. <laughs> I don't know what prep I'm supposed to do, but I don't have I don't have a I don't have a gift. Um, but uh, uh, we're in d- da- d- we're in Daggerford, right? Yeah. So I could go and buy a gift oh, on, would... y- on Yulmus Eve. Oh, I forgot to I forgot to say by the way. Uh, well, after we killed the vampire, yes. I collected up all the coins. <laughs> what what? <laughs> what was that like? Did you give I, them to yourself? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, they were in a bag that isn't... No, I didn't shit myself. Okay, court. that's what I'm asking. <laughs> I did not shit myself. But I have, I, I, I have, so I have some money that I will, I will go on Yulmus Eve to the fanciest... Uh, what would, what, what's, what's Filge into? Mate, everything's closed. <laughs> um, that Bobby... looks like I'm going to break into a department store and <laughs> steal a gift. Bobby um, fixes you with, like... The coldest stare that you've like ever seen him give, and he, with a strength beyond that of a halfling, grabs you by the shirt oh, no. and flings you towards the door and says, "Do not fuck this up for Filch. Get out of here and do not come back until you have a Yulmus present okay, for okay. him." All right. Do I make myself? Clear. He seems quite upset. (laughs) 
As clear as the it ear says I Baston got. on leaning around the corner with two baking mitts and a turkey on a tray. <laughs> Uh, so I guess I, I guess Frieza wanders out into the snow. Oh, oh, cousin, cousin, uh, might I? I have. It has been a long life of indolence, indescribable wealth, and comfort. <laughs> <laughs> I have long longed to have an adventure. Might I accompany you on this journey? Why? Why is my cousin Martin Prince? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You- Diction and the best schools, as I said. <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, so I, 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 Froyo can come along, but you're not allowed to talk to anyone. I'm the charismatic one. A fair deal. See, what are your stats? Ah, that's a good... Co- Hello. <laughs> I'm Charisma 18. What are you? I am Charisma 15. Oh, come on! <laughs> Fear not, cousin. I will talk in your place, charm in your shoes. I shall make shops that were previously unopened opened for you, for I... Will always help my poor gormless cousins. This is a real country mouse, city mouse situation. I love it. I love it. Tap it. Ah, all right. So we're as going, Bo- we're going shopping. As Bobby pushes you out towards the door, like your your legs are straight and your heels are like up and you're so like. Can anyone else picture that? Like a cartoon character. That's just my beautiful mind. Um, shoves you out the door. Um, into a swirling blizzard. Immediately, you cannot see each other. Um, and you call out, uh, and you can kind of hear each other, but basically all you can see is white. Um, Frizo, oh yeah. <laughs> ben, you had something Christmassy to say? Is it, is it come? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't. Um, he said before um, that. What's what's your role in this show? I don't know. <laughs> David, I have characters. Simon so Eden are DMing. So what are you doing? Oh, he's the um, he's the cum master. <laughs> he's uh, taking an inventory. He's the cum gin master. <laughs> there we go. <sighs> so, uh, Frizo, we'll just focus on you for a second. Mm-hmm. As you. Walk your way through the swirling blizzard, flecks of ice and snow biting at your skin. You see a sudden flash of crimson to your left, and then your right. And then you feel a blade slice the back of your shirt and graze your shoulder blade. The eye of the storm opens up, and you find yourself surrounded by a whirling wall of moving snow on all sides, inside an aperture of about 10 metres in diameter that is clear all the way up into the sky. It's feet, by the way. Not in my world, baby. Well, good luck converting your spells. (laughs) 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 Christmas magic is converted by love. Yeah. (laughs) As you look up to the top of this whirling tunnel of snow, you see the sun turn from red to black. You feel a prick at Why the back. Why was the sun red? Why indeed, Frizo. <laughs> you feel a prick at the back of your neck and you spin around to see a crimson shape disappearing through the wall. You put your hand to the wall as if to follow, but you're whipped around like a rag doll in a tumble dryer. And when your eyes open, you're lying on your back and you see an elfin figure, roughly the same size as yourself, standing poised to attack, a long, thin blade glinting in his hand and a crimson cape flapping in the wind. This is not me. <laughs> his eyes are wide open despite the swirling snow and ice, and his expression is eerily blank, yet somehow determined. You think you can kill me? Why don't you try? All right. And then I, I want to stab him. Can I stab him? Wait, I've got, is, I've got is a combat sword. starting? What? Yeah, combat. Who oh, is this person? Just, Who? just to be clear, uh, Eden is uh, like the, the combat man and numbers man. I got the dice, bitch. Uh, so if anything goes wrong there, that's on him. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so uh, because of all the ice and things, the, the, the man with the cape has an attack of opportunity on you. Frieza, Frieza, what's your armor class? Uh, my armor class is uh, 14. Yep, he hits you and he does. Oh, 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 mama. Eight points of damage. How much, how many hit points do you have to start? I've got 20. Oh, well, you're down to 12, sucker. (laughs) 
Um, uh, Froyo, you're up. Oh no, Froyo's not there. Froyo oh. is Froyo is lost in the uh, in the swirling. Why'd ice. you do that, dummy? Be better, Hing. Um, oh wait, so happy to be here. Wait, wait. So, so do I know who this guy is? No, but he just stabbed you. What the fuck is happening? All right, I'm fucking. I'm gonna witch ball this motherfucker. Let's all right, go. Here we go. Let's go. Um, all right, so you've got to roll a a, a spell saving throw or a, a beat sixteen. I'll do it. No, I don't think he does, but yeah. go on. Well, hey, why not? Nah. Did it. Shit. All right, you're copying some damage? damage. You're copying uh, plus five, and then is it three d six? I think. Sure. Why not? Sure. All right. So that's three. Uh, that's six. And that is two. So you take uh, 11 damage. Yeah, well, he's not dead. Whatever. <laughs> um, oh, well, this guy is like, ah, fuck you. And he uh, whips his rapier, rapier around and, 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 and tries to hit you with it. 12. Does not hit. No, nah, right. fuck you. The, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. The way well, hang on. No, no, wait. What's your... I'm not going to let him get away with that. What's your dexterity? Uh, plus two. My armor class is 14, doesn't hit. All right, all right. <laughs> Stay out of this, Dave. Uh, Don't so bully the new DMs. <laughs> so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep witch bolting you. Alright, go that's for how, it. Works. how many times can you do that a day? Yeah, how many No, 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 no. he can keep the, the spell the way going. The witch bolt works is I just hold it on you and I'm just oh, trying to. Do I get another you. saving throw though? No, not at all. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, absolutely do. Gotta make six. Oh no! Okay, right, how much damage? Two, that's a three, and that is a five. So that's ten damage. You dead yet? The, Do you like this? The is this what you wanted? The guy, the guy in the... He's like an elfin dude with a red cape, and the sword goes... Ah! Finally! Sweet, sweet death! Oh, no, is that what he, did he want? Did he want to die? I, ta- I, I end the spell too before late. he dies. Too late. Too late. Too late. Too late. You killed him. But not quite. In his last breath, he laughs. What is going on? All right, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna mark down my temporary hit points. He's not dead yet. What? His hand comes up and beckons to you with like a creepy finger in a sex club. (laughs) Just like, just like a a a disembodied hand in a sex club. Just. Beckoning right. to and it becomes I, I, That seems silent. really specific. <laughs> <laughs> I approach the creepy man. You, he says, whispering into your ear, Elf, you take my life, but by that same hand, you take my curse. Yeah! Ah! A sharp! <laughs> Why, are there? Why are there repercussions at Christmas for killing people? <laughs> A I don't sharp know. gust of wind seems to dissipate the wall of ice and snow that surrounds you, and the corpse of the other elf blows away as if it were made by, but were made from naught but fine powder snow. Can I, do, do, can I loot the body? You go to loot the body. I loot the body. But before you do, <laughs> suddenly you feel a tightness on your head as five thin golden rings materialize around your head and tighten around your skull forming a coronet of sorts. Your hair and beard turn white. A coronet, it's like a crown. Your hair and beard turn white and a heavy red cape unfurls from nothing, <laughs> cloaking your shoulders. <laughs> Suddenly, out of nowhere, a reindeer appears. Oh, what have you done now, you idiot? Very, very good. What the shit is this? Did what you... is this reindeer's name, perchance? I'm uh, Rudushu. Uh, that's Zimbabwe now, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, look, you know. Uh, Equatorial Rudushu. <laughs> Equatorial Rudushu. Oh, you are a dummy. <laughs> look at you, you've cursed yourself. What's going on? What is this? Uh, I... What, who, who, did I, who did I kill, first of all? Well, look, I don't know a lot. But you sure do look like you're dressed like the king of Yulmus. Ah, I like being a king. Yes, cursed for eternity. <laughs> to uh, sleep 11 months of the year and for one month to work tirelessly to deliver presents to the children of the world. Ah, and what if I don't? Then... I don't know, actually. 
I assume something bad would happen. And with that, uh, Rudushu disappears. And Froyo runs towards his cousin. I tried every store in town, but they're all closed. What the fuck? Is that a dead body? No questions from you. <laughs> uh, but if you kill me, you get a present. <laughs> you suddenly hear... You suddenly hear the jingle of chimes and the eye of the storm closes in on you as before and Frizo and Frozo... Uh, Frizo and Froyo see nothing but white until it dissipates and the two of you find yourself in a crudely hewn room with uneven walls and floors. The room is not made of wood or stone by traditional carpentry or masonry, but somehow, magically or otherwise, the wall and the floor all appear to be made from the same one big piece, joined together with some sort of thick adhesive. Anyone care to make a perception check? Is the adhesive comp? No, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Look, I'm... Perception check. Ha-cha-cha. That's pretty you, good. You perceive that the crude material that the house is made of is, in fact, gingerbread. <laughs> oh! Um, and if you look to the crude window, which is basically just sort of a cutout, you see the enormous figure of Baston in the kitchen of the cottage, <gasps> singing a special Christmas song to himself. So I mean, <laughs> so Freya and I are in a little. We're, we've been. What's happened? We've been. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Is just shrunk. Is we just we just what call, it shrunk. call it <laughs> interesting. We've been magic school bust into the into in, into the gingerbread house. That's correct. Yes, okay. that's correct. We have been Rick and Morty season one, um, <laughs> right inside that gingerbread house. Well, can I can I just say that just as a character note for Baston, it only occurred to me just now, but I think he's like a freakishly good cook. Does that line up with anybody else? I'm worried that if we're not very careful, that Baston is going to become not legally distinct from the character of Gronk from. Um, oh yeah. So we have to be very careful at this point because we need to know where our plagiarism is. Gronk. <laughs> Oh, couldn't we just take from everywhere and yeah. then it'll be okay? What is satire <laughs> but plagiarism in a mask? Um, <laughs> anyway, so we, so, so, so I guess we, do, do we know what we've got to do in this? I guess, I guess we've got to break out of this gingerbread. I'm frightened, cousin. Here. What is happening? Uh, this is not like my life of luxury. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, so I think Frizo at this point would be too proud to admit he doesn't know what's going on, so he's just gonna like play it cool with Froyo. So you. But you need some help. You think Frizo needs some help knowing sort of what to do? He yeah. definitely did not say that. <laughs> but but I, I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't. I would secretly get it without Froyo knowing. That's the plan. Well, so you think you might make a Christmas wish? <laughs> because from the window you can see a star atop a Yulmus tree that seems to be glinting. So if you, I can think of nothing more dangerous than giving Frizo a wish for <laughs> any reason. This. <laughs> So what can I wish? I can wish for anything. That's how that's how Yulmus wishes work, right? You no. heard of Yulmus like a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the uh, famously the Yulmus wish you get whatever you want. See, no, famously the Yulmus wish you get what you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So what if I wish for something bad? Will I get a good thing then? Can you I get can what I... you deserve. <laughs> no, but can I... But and if justice I... will be served. <laughs> can I, can yeah, I, like... I encourage you to try and hack this wish. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to like min-max game this wish sure, scenario, go for it. right? So what's going to happen is the wish thinks that they need to punish me. But if I pretend I want something bad, then they'll give me something good. Cousin, you're babbling. <laughs> <laughs> I wish... For Baston to have a heart attack. 
I no, I need to. No, here's. I need to. You don't benefit from that. If, at that precise moment, a gingerbread man appears and slaps you across the face. And that gingerbread man is played by none other than Ben Jenkins. Hello. <laughs> you guys. What? <laughs> so what's wrong with you? What? I've had some. I've, oh, you're. You're Ugh. becoming stride again. You're becoming Yeah, stride. I know. Which, what, 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 what voice? Let's work out the voice first. Okay. I was thinking something like that. <laughs> oh. Like a grown-up Stewie Griffin? Is that Bernard King? No, no. It's a, it's a, no. It's Australian. It's, That's Janos Mir, the Beggar King. Yeah, uh, in a way. What? It's Rove McManus. <laughs> Gross. We apologise once again for a baffling reference for our international listeners. Say... Say hi to your mum for me, and then he slaps you again. And then um, Frizo, confused, goes, "What the? Boom. We could do this all night, guys. We have a lot of references to Rove McManus. Were you just about to wish upon a star that that man had a heart attack? Well, yeah, but I thought that if I wished the bad thing, do you know what usually happens? What? I mean, I don't know. I've been existing for about a minute, but um. But I could guess that what usually happens with someone in your predicament turned up cursed. Uh-huh. Uh, goes, oh, maybe I'll have a wish that helps me be less cursed. You know? Oh. I was worried. People don't just go, oh, the first thing I see, maybe that could die. <laughs> but again, I don't know. I don't know. I was worried, and this is for your benefit as well. Sure. I was worried that he he's in the, the kitchen and he's... <laughs> he, he was in the kitchen, he's doing all his bits and bobs. I was worried he's going to put us in the oven and, 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 and burn us. How so, do you think a gingerbread house works? <laughs> I I, to be honest, I don't know. Right. I don't, you'd have to bake it at some point. Simon, sidebar. Um, yeah. Now, can I see him arguing with this gingerbread man or has Frizo started having a conversation <laughs> with himself? No, you can see this gingerbread man. So he's, he's about uh, sort of half the, uh, like half the size of you guys. Oh, that's cute. Um, Does that mean we are giants in this house as well because the house would be made to scale for him? No. Are we Willy Wonkering this? He's, he's no, that's a very good question. I love yeah. the way your mind works. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good question. Are they like... Are we, are we like, are we like no. or is he like, oh, I can't reach the drawers? No, it's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like your adult. So he's ludicrously small for a gingerbread house. Yeah, yeah he's. Why well, so they made a tiny man be, for this giant house? To be fair, what's happened is that when you become uh, cursed with the curse of the Yulmus King, um, uh, that old elemental magic that binds you to the curse um, creates a guide for you at the same time. Hello. Oh! And so, uh, literally, this gingerbread man has just been uh, brought into existence. Right, okay, okay. So, so, so Filge did not make this gingerbread no, man. No, that's not. Okay. Yeah. Oh. okay. Does it explain why the house is the right size for me, though? You're, you're, you're ginger boy sized, and they're ginger people sized. Okay. okay. I just don't think anybody benefits from that scenario. <laughs> I mean, could we not have just split the diff? Maybe your size is contingent with the moral, like, uh, <laughs> turpitude of the, uh, the, the Yulmus King who... Uh, yes, because I'm actually, fun fact, the, the gingerbread guide for the Yulmus King is fashioned out of a portion of his soul. Whose uh, soul? Y the, the Yulmus King's. It's in, part in, of my soul. In direct proportion to the size of your soul. Does that mean if I kill you, I'll get less of my soul? I, I, I wouldn't try to kill me if I were you. <laughs> but, I, hey, live your own life. Your own accursed life. Do you know the particulars of the curse? Um, the particulars of the curse are 11 months of the year I sleep and then one month of the year yes. I have to give presents to all the boys. Not one month. You have 25 days to prepare, 24, <laughs> and then one day to zip about and go, hello, what did, did, you, did you want a bike? And then, what do there I, you go, there's a bike for you. This is becoming I, close to the Padishah exile. <laughs> I just. And then what do I do in the interregnum between Christmas and New Year's? Is that just me time? No, back, back in, what happens basically is that the curse uh, that compels you to um, travel all around the world and deliver uh, gifts to all of the peoples um, gives you a lot of power to do that. But that magic that is required is so draining that oh. you're basically forced into hibernation. In Laban's terms, you tuck it out. <laughs> now, now, how can I, is there a way to break this? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Yes, well, I mean, of course. Is there a way to stop giving the gift of joy to millions of children? <laughs> I just, I have some stuff I've got to get to, right? 
We just what killed a vampire. could Frizo's stuff possibly Presumably, do? What's one example of a thing that Frizo needs to do pretty urgently? I, 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 because when we, when we left that Say cut, sorry to Clive, who's widow. Who's that? Pay back oh. his dead. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> pres- presumably when we, what, no, Benny, what? No, it's just, even I get it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm much busier than, than you right now. So is that what just, I have to do to break the curse? No! What? What do you have to do right now? I have to give presents to kids. To, no, no, no. To, what, what, what happened? Why did you leave? Why did you leave the hut? To get a present for Phil! Yeah! No! Yeah! But now I'm in the... But... Fuck! I know, but now that I'm in... But now I'm in the gingerbread house, I can't just get her a present fun from the fact, house. Fun she, fact, fun fact. A friend of mine... She's created all of this house. A friend of mine... What am I going to give? I'm going to give her the drawers from the house she already made. So she they... already has this. Why don't we get a present from her in the fucking house? Oh my, what? You think I'm really going to get a present for her? There is Ladies a, and gentlemen, it's a friend real of... Michael Hing. This is on rails. What? Whatever you do, that will fix it so it's a show. You know? <laughs> Just... Play along. I'm trying. There is a you're friend not. of mine who in Chicago listens to this podcast, and if you're listening, highly on, um, who says that he listened to the last episode, and he said, it's really interesting. I really find the podcast fun, but Michael Hing sounds like he'd be a lot smarter than he is. <laughs> oh, boy. So just Where to be, were we? Just to be clear, um, the true curse of the Yulmus King <laughs> is that he's rendered immortal, and the cycle continues forever. 11 months in hibernation and 24 days to prepare for Christmas and then one day to, to, p- to perform the enormous act of kindness. But it can be broken and I'm kind of in a, in a sort of guide capacity. <laughs> um, a, sort of, a sort of Christmas guide. Uh, to, to, it's called the Trials of the Yilmaz King. If you want to try it, or you can have the best job of the world, I think. Work, work one day a year, yes, please. Clock on. How many days a week? How many days of the year do you work, Rove? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, what, what, what yeah, well, I've existed for twelve minutes, yeah, so okay. twelve minutes a year so far. Okay. And uh, okay, and it's just okay. I get good super. So what? what, what you, I, I, you, you notice that the little gingerbread man is holding in one hand a candy cane. And then the other hand, a piping bag full of icing. Or frosting for our American listeners. And, okay, so uh, what, what's with the cane and the icing? Well, they're for the trials. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how many trials are there? There are three. Three uh, trials. The, um, the way that it works for the gingerbread man, whose name is... Rove. Rove. <laughs> We've established this. Mr. McManus. Mr. McManus. <laughs> Please, Mr. Redis is my father. <laughs> yeah, basically, he, he, he was just born, so he kind of senses uh, the pathway t- to take you to each of those. He, um, so he doesn't know exactly how many... He doesn't know exactly, except for the starting point. Ooh. Are you ready for your first trial? Are we Froyo? I'm ready, cousin. This has been everything that I ever hoped for. I think... It's a trial of strength and wits! <laughs> The gingerbread man produces a Christmas cracker. Or bonbon for our northern listeners. Bon bon bon. Well, I suppose we'd better start by comparing our wits. What's your intelligence? Uh, my intelligence is 13. Mine's 18 again. <laughs> <laughs> now, the way this trial will work is we'll all play each other in a bonbon game. What? Yes. We'll so all... I'm doing your voice? Hello. What? No, no, I mean, we'll all go against each other oh, in a bon bon sure. Stop it! I've, Wait. I've, I've, I've perfected this. But if you wax him in the face with a candy cane. What the? <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a candy cane of striking plus four. <laughs> so I'm already down to 12. You take six points of damage. Okay, but, now, <laughs> d- d- but two of those are absorbed by the temporary hit points. So I'm only all taking right, four there you points go. of damage. I'm down to Whatever eight. makes you feel better. Um, so we're all going to have a turn playing each other in this. Okay. And um, do, do, do you want to expand? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so uh, if you win the test Where of strength... Where in the Dungeon Master's Guide did you find this, Simon? Uh, We've gone off book. Yeah. <laughs> if you win the test of strength, you receive a magical crown and a parchment with a riddle, which the loser must answer correctly. <laughs> answer correctly... And uh, the crown loses its power and no one wins. Answer incorrectly, 
and the crown wearer gets a point. Okay, so and it's first to two? You, just have, to you both have to just beat my score. What's yeah. your score? Well, we haven't played yet. <laughs> it seems that Froyo has been magically bound to this experience. Um, it seems he's kind of become... Uh, sort of a, a magical henchman to the Christmas, uh, to the Yulmus King. I'm so excited. I cannot possibly tell you how ex- ready I am for this. My body is ready. My mind is ready. All right, Froyo's up first. Let's crack on. Well, why don't you and your cousin do the first one? Because, you know, that's a bit of a bit of a non-starter anyway. Let's go, cousin. Ha-cha-cha. <laughs> Grab it. Just Grab give, it. Me, give me a fucking second, will Grab you? It. Ready? One, two, three. Well, the trial of strength has been won by you. Now to the trial so, of wits. So, 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 Frizo has busted the cracker, and what is he? he needs is this to... literally guessed the shitty joke? <laughs> no, we've written no, that's, the, oh. that's oh. the shitty prize. The shitty prize is the mystery calculator. That's anyway. not important. <laughs> Get to the riddle and the little crown. Yes. Put the crown on. Crown on. Crown on. Crown on. Crown on. Crown on. Crown. Oh, Mary Yulmus. Oh, you guys put these in there yourselves. No, they are... How do you take this long to get things? <laughs> this is the parchment uh, with a riddle on it. Right, Part okay. of the Yulmus trial, so we'll, as I, we I'm asking this, and, and it's, is it, is it, let's test our Ask buzzers. it to Dave. We're not testing just, just buzzers? Just ask it to Dave. All right. Well, cousin, why did the pony have to gargle? Why did the pony have to gargle? Again, this doesn't really matter because it's just about my points, but... <laughs> now, in fact, strategically, it would be better if, um, if you don't guess. <laughs> why, why, why did the pony have to gargle? Because he was horse. Ooh, very good. Very good. The, the, the correct answer is... Because he was a little horse. <laughs> That's a half point. Half point. That's a half point. That's a half point. Now I will go against uh, Froyo. Here we go. Kablammy, that's me. <laughs> hey, uh, what's the what's the strength on your character sheet, Dave? It's eight. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my riddle. Where the crown? Okay. Where, Where the, the crown? Crown. Crown. The crown. Crown. What? What? Why? I'm asking, get away from me. <laughs> Why was the snowman looking through carrots? Why was the snowman looking through carrots? Your ancient riddle is why was the snowman looking through carrots? Because what he sees, he knows. What? Because he, um, he goes, aha, close, and then he pulls a lever... And a bucket of slime falls. <laughs> I'll allow it. Did, did, did Filch make that in the house? Yes. Was that magic? So Filch, yeah, it's molasses. Actually, Phil accidentally, Phil accidentally sneezed inside the house and it bounced up and stuck on the ceiling. And at that precise moment, it fell down. Oh, That's yeah. disgusting. Because he was picking his nose. All right. <laughs> I don't. One that, point to me. What does that even mean? The time. I'm right. sorry, cousin. I failed you. All right, one, two, three. Oh! oh! It, fl- it flew out behind you. Oh. There is no. There is no riddle. I guess that's a second hat for him. Sorry. Thank you, guys. Oh, awesome. We also got a yo-yo. Christmas yo-yo. All right. Wear the hat. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, oh my, okay. I'm ready, uh, I'm thinking. All right, so the question is, why does the Yuletide King have such a big sack? <gasps> my, I'm only 12 minutes old. <laughs> be, uh, be, because it's full of... Because, uh, hey. And then you just... Uh, just let it out. Because there's lot, lot, it's lots of... Because <laughs> because it's full of white Christmas. There you go. That's good. That's good. Is that true? Is that right? Because he was a little horse. Oh, that's the other one. Sorry. Uh, 
<laughs> the answer is because he only comes once a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's one and a half points to you, and only one point to me. You've passed the first... This voice, I hate it. You've passed the first test. That's the first Yulma's King trial. Can I take a bite out of you now? Whoa. I want to bite off uh, your arm. I want to eat one of his arms. Let me eat one of his arms. Don't whisper. Don't know. Make your own decisions. Okay, yes, we can bite my arm. Go. I, I bite his arm. I punch him right in the tonsil. <laughs> <laughs> right, right in the back of the throat. <laughs> so, Frieza, you have successfully, uh, along with your cousin, passed the first, uh, first trial of the Yulmus King. Woo! You! Thank you. Not quite. And so, uh, the gingerbread man takes his bag of piping, his piping, uh, piping bag full of frosting. And on the, on the wall of the gingerbread house, he draws a simple door. And he goes up to it. And the knob turns and opens. And you can see into another dimension. That's pretty neat, isn't it? What, what, what can we when see? When was the last time you saw something do that? I, I think actually about like a month ago okay. in, in the castle. Like literally a vampire did that. Anyway. Stop. Okay. Yeah. Well, did he have a frosting and icing? No. Well, no. there you go. Then you haven't actually, you haven't seen somebody do that. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, maybe. Cousin, stop arguing with your spirit guide. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I see through the dimension? Well, so the, uh, Rove says to you, <laughs> the doorway <laughs> to the next trial can only be accessed through the past. Through the past. Past. The past. The past. The past. past. So there's like swirly snow through there. Swirls. So I have to go back and kill the Yulmus King again. Who knows? Who knows? But you step through and it is early morning, still dark, in streets that you recognise as being the streets of Daggerford. Suddenly, the Christmas twinkle. A ghosty man appears. Hey Benny, do you have like a like a boxing bell, like in a, in a boxing match? Like, <laughs> like ding ding. I got the church bells from before. That's right. Okay, great. All right, all right, all right. Let's make this a good, clean trip into the past. Standard past rules. You can look at things. You can, uh, but you cannot touch or influence the past. <coughs> okay. Let's make this a good, clean trip into the past. Who no. are you? I'm the referee of the past. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand the rules, gentlemen? No touching. That's the rules. No touching. No touching. You can hear, but you can't touch. All right, I'm out of here. A lot of fights in the past. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. And we never saw him again. <laughs> no, you didn't. So you find yourselves. Sorry, Rogue. Benny, can I have an old-timey boxing bell because I have to play like the arbiter of the past? <laughs> the referee of the past. Just made the rules very clear. So I thought that was very fun. Thank you, Benny. Had a lot of shade and colour. <laughs> you guys should do this more often. <laughs> Thank you, Benny. Very kind of you to say so. You're welcome. <laughs> Rove, Frizo, and Froyo find themselves on the cobbled streets of Daggerford. It is the wee hours of the morning. It's still dark. Tendrils of mist wrap their way around the winding streets. We see two high elves emerge from the shadows. What? A male... Sorry, what is this? We see two high, high elves, elves. <laughs> emerge from the shadows. A male and a female, resplendent in shimmering finery, approaching the temple gates. They are holding a basket with an infant elf wrapped in swaddling. Frizo, can you roll a perception check? I can indeed. Uh, Frizo rolls a three. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all right. It's all right, cousin. I know that you are feeble-witted and slow of eyes. So let me just for you twenty. Yeah. 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 Your rich parents. 
Did your rich parents buy you some loaded dice, motherfucker? Is that what happened? Friezo. Did, sorry, did my rich parents buy you some loaded dice? <laughs> Funny you should mention that, because it is apparent to Froyo, and he tells you that these are your parents. And is the baby me? Well, what do you fucking think? <laughs> no, actually, actually, it's, a, it's the neighbour's baby that we're looking after. It's a shame you could filch. It's fucking filch. I'm sorry for being enthusiastic. These two beautiful, magical beings walk down the cobbled street. Behind them, a few paces behind, is a child, a young elf, about four or five, with a sullen expression, studying... See, maybe I'm the child, not the everything baby! ...everything around him. That child is Froyo. Damn it. Okay. Frizo's mother says, He's so small. I can't believe the prophecy can be true. We can't take that chance. You know that. <laughs> the oracle. <laughs> yes. The oracle foretold a power within this child so great. Frizo, that's the inexplicable voice of my father. It could destroy our world. But his story is not yet written. There is so much potential in him to do good. We could teach him. Something tells me there's no teaching this little guy. <laughs> but maybe a life in the temple will guide him to control his powers. Instill in him a moral compass. My poor little baby. It's such a cold night. Poor little... Freeze. <laughs> oh. <laughs> In the street. In the street. This seems late in the game to invent a nickname for him, but sure. <laughs> a baker passes with his handcart, whistling a tune, starting his way to the markets to begin the day and sell his wares to the innkeepers and stew merchants. You there, baker. Are those loaves still warm? Fresh from the oven, sir. Here, take this gold piece and be on your way. Bye-bye. The baker hands him the hot loaf of bread. <laughs> Frizo's father addresses the young Froyo. Nephew, sometimes we must make choices for the benefit of the many rather than the individual. Our choice is a sacrifice. Magic is power, but it is also responsibility. Never to be used callously or frivolously. Maybe Frieza will come to learn this lesson. Maybe not. Time will tell. But here are some folks more equipped to teach it than us. He places the loaf in the basket next to the infant who snuggles against the loaf. Of bread. He then places the basket at the temple gates and takes Frieza's mother by the arm, firmly but gently leading her away as tears roll down her face. Frizo's mother breaks away and returns to the child. And reaching to the back of her neck, she unclasps her necklace and places it in the basket with the child. May this help guide your way. She swiftly turns and follows her husband back down the alley. All this while, young Froyo has been standing there, taking in the whole scene. Now he's staring down at the infant baby. Froyo, come! Froyo reaches down and takes the necklace from the basket. He holds it up to the friscalating light of dawn, and we see that it is a silver acorn pendant on a chain. Froyo stuffs it in his robes and runs after his uncle and aunt. The street is empty, save for you three ghostly figures. Ladies and gentlemen, a big hand of applause for Matt Roden and Tom Walker. And Tom Walker. That's Frizo's parents. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Is that how you feel, Frizo? You think it's you think that's beautiful? No, I mean I mean I say cousin, what a strange spectral figure here to torment us with its nonsense meanings. <laughs> I look at uh, Frizo looks at Froyo's neck. What's going on there? What's Froyo got on his neck? I don't know. I don't know what what's he you're, got on his neck. I don't know what you're talking what's about. The, what's, what's, what's the shiny thing on your neck? What's the, what's what's the, the shiny, shiny thing? On the, thing? The, shiny what's the shiny thing, thing on the neck. Frieza chokes out Froyo. He just chokes him out. Just grabs him by the neck. He just begins to squeeze. I love you, cousin. Um, yep. <laughs>
Do you want to try and break free from Yeah, this? I do want to try and right, break roll free. Roll the dice. All right, I'm going to make... Opposed, roll, roll. A acrobatics, roll check opposed from 20. athletics. Three. I got a three. Oh. <laughs> so I guess it comes down to our dexterity. What's yours? My dexterity is 15. So Mine is 18. Damn it! Uh, throw your... It's not fair! It's not fair! Frodo, Frodo, what do you have to say to your cousin? I can't believe you would attack me like that. These, these, these phantasms are just here to, oh, I can't, I can't keep this lie anymore. I'm so sorry. I've been driven by guilt for it appears that I have in my equipment list a magical acorn pendant, um, which is um, all I have left to remember the two people who raised me with such love and tenderness. <laughs> And surely you would not destroy the one link I have between the man that was like a father to me and the mother I loved more than any in this world. Yet, Frizo is your last remaining relative. And you have been racked by guilt lo these many years. And seeing the forlorn look on Frizo's face, unusual. I, I have as to it is. see that look to actually respond to it, so. Wait, am I angry? You see, you see what I'm saying? Oh, believe me, I know. <laughs> which, emotion, which emotion is Frizo feeling right Tell now? Tell me what to feel. <laughs> Michael? What emotion are you feeling? What emotion is Frizo feeling? I think he just wants the necklace. Is that an emotion? I feel no emotion. Give me the artifact. <laughs> That's what? It belongs in a museum. <laughs> The want of a necklace is an emotion, surely. As Frizo <laughs> stands in spectral form in the past, thinking, what is emotion? <laughs> How do I feel it? We take a short break <laughs> and see when we return what will happen to these new people who came together and form this week's version of The Dragon Friends? Dragon Friends was DM'd this episode by Simon Greiner and Eden Lacey, with music performed live by me, Benny Davis, and features the voices of Alex Lee, Michael Hing, Ben Jenkins, and David Harmon. Shakira Khan designs our website, and the podcast is edited by me and sponsored by PAX Australia, the country's biggest video games and pop culture expo. We will be back with a third season of Dragon Friends next year, a new campaign in an exciting new setting, so we'll see you again after the summer break. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.